Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, a little bit more talk about nuclear, a legend dies, and we have headlines. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, June 24th, 2021. I got more emails yesterday about the nuclear discussion, the energy discussion, and I just want to read them to you because, you know, this is one of those things that I think are evergreen. It's evergreen content to keep talking about renewable energy, how to best uh, use energy or make energy to mine Bitcoin, and honestly, just what we think about what's going to power the future. So here's some listener responses about the nuclear renewable energy question. The first response comes from Jerry. And Jerry says, I've been involved with renewable energy since the 90s. I've studied it and I've built a business around it. I believe that the most recently designed new nuclear concepts are far superior than the first through third generation of designs of nuclear power plants. Look at companies like NuScale. And that link, by the way, to the article that he linked in this letter is in the show notes. They are building small, modular nuclear reactors that make a small footprint and are much, much safer. In fact, they physically cannot melt down. Sure, they use uranium to create power, which takes a lot to mine, but there's no carbon and no pollution created. I think that part of the FUD on nuclear energy is based on the old designs like Chernobyl and Fukushima. We pretty much knew that those were bad designs and dangerous, but the local governments or companies delayed replacement or shutdown. The new modular nuclear designs are much more safe and reliable. They should play a key role in the future. That was from Jerry. This one's from Richard. Richard says, Nuclear energy is inevitable. It is by no means perfectly clean, but as you said, no energy is. The percentage of impact on the environment is minuscule compared to its dirty counterparts like coal and oil. The part that people don't realize the most is that we're going to need a lot more energy very, very soon. If the plan is to switch everybody's car over to electric vehicles, just think about that alone. Solar is good, but it uses a huge footprint of land. Wind is also good, but just as like solar, it's dependent on environmental conditions. Nuclear, it just keeps chugging along. Windy, rainy, sunny, hot, cold, doesn't matter. Nuclear power is literally unlimited. The sooner we get it up and running, the sooner we're not shipping giant tanker ships across the ocean linking oil and sinking. The sooner we get regulation that actually is coming up with a plan for nuclear waste, we won't have drilling rigs in the ocean blowing off their caps and spilling an unimaginable amount of oil in the ocean. We need to stop this stigma because we watched an HBO show about Chernobyl and think that we're woke. Nuclear power is the future, and it's inevitable we must embrace it. Thanks for listening to my rant, and keep up the good work, Richard. And finally, this is from Greg. Greg says, Nuclear power might be the most clean energy we have. I'm not sure why we don't build more nuclear power plants. I know that a meltdown is disastrous, but it's my understanding that modern nuclear power plants are much safer than plants like Chernobyl and Three Mile Island. Also, wind turbines and solar require massive amounts of CO2 to manufacture, so they aren't carbon neutral either. Depending on who you ask, theoretically, a wind turbine may never offset its carbon footprint. My friends and I were big Fallout fans, and we used to joke about having tiny nuclear reactors in every home. So yes, nuclear all the way. That's from Greg. I would still like to hear your opinions. I probably won't read them on air, because we've already done this two or three days in a row, but this is still very interesting to see where everybody lines up. You can send me an email, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money. 
And I'm recording this at 11.20 Eastern Standard Time. And CoinMarketCap is back up working again. Bitcoin is sitting at $34,323, up 0.7% in 24. Ethereum is at $1,990. I think only a $9 difference since I reported it yesterday. Teller's in the number 3 spot. Binance Coin is at 308, up 5.5%. And Cardano is at $1.37, up 9.1%. Rounding off the top 10, we have Doze. XRP, USDC, Polkadot, and Uniswap. Total market cap, we're at $1.36 trillion, a little bit lower than yesterday, and a BTC dominance that's a little bit higher than yesterday at 46.6%. Now into today's headlines. Epstein didn't kill himself, and I don't believe John David McAfee did either. John McAfee of McAfee Antivirus, uh, Fudster, Schiller, very interesting, controversial person, was found dead in his Spanish jail cell yesterday after an apparent suicide. And apparently the suicide happened right after the announcement of the extradition being granted to the United States. My thoughts and best wishes go out to Janice McAfee and everybody else that John McAfee left behind. Josh Quitner, CEO of Decrypt, wrote a pretty interesting article about John. Link is in the show notes. Check that out. Digital Assets AG has launched tokenized stocks that can be transferred to any entity on the Solana blockchain. Popular stocks that will be immediately available for trading include Facebook, Google, Netflix, NVIDIA, PayPal, Square, and Tesla. Stock tokenization, it lets you buy a company's share as crypto tokens, which represent the value of the underlying asset, be it Microsoft, Apple, Coinbase, and so on and so forth. But remember, when you're buying these tokenized stocks, you're not buying the stocks. So you don't have ownership of the company or voting rights. You're just buying the value. So basically, number go up or number go down. Apple Daily. That's the pro-democracy news outlet that was recently shut down by the Hong Kong government. And by Hong Kong government, I'm going to say Beijing. They've turned to blockchain tech to preserve its content. Activists supporting news articles are backing up old articles onto blockchain platforms where censorship is near impossible to achieve. Ho. A 21-year-old tech worker in a conversation with Reuters said, I'm not doing this because I love Apple Daily. It's what needs to be done. I never thought that Apple Daily would just disappear so quickly. As of earlier today, more than 4,000 Apple Daily articles have been uploaded into a global permanent hard drive built on blockchain tech. And I want everybody to remember this. When anybody ever says that there's no other use case but Bitcoin, remember this. And remember when somebody says, why do we need things that are censorship resistant? Also, remember this. Remember, blockchain tech is a solution to a lot of problems we are having right now. Don't let them tell you otherwise, because that's FUD. New Bitcoin ETFs have kicked off trading in Brazil and Dubai. They're the first Bitcoin ETFs in the respective regions. In Brazil, a multi-crypto ETF kicked off in April. And now that everybody's getting ETFs, Brazil, Dubai, Canada, USA... Come on, please. Can we get on it already? And finally, two brothers who founded a South African cryptocurrency investment platform, AfriCrypt, have disappeared, along with 69,000 Bitcoin. According to a Bloomberg report, a Cape Town law firm has been unable to locate the brothers Reese and Amir Kaji, who founded AfriCrypt in 2019. They positioned it as the easiest access to the world of cryptocurrency. AfriCrypt 
ceased operations in April this year, around the time of Bitcoin hitting an all-time high of above $64,000. The company said at the time that there was a breach in its systems and urged customers not to report the incident to authorities, claiming that it would make it harder to recover the missing funds. Hmm. However, shortly thereafter, the brothers allegedly transferred the investors' funds from the company's accounts, sending the coin through mixing services. And, like I said, they vanished. If you were just wondering how much is 69,000 Bitcoin worth, well, it's about $3.6 billion. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. I'll be back tomorrow for listener questions. Send me your emails, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. Ask your questions. I'll try my best to answer them. I have a couple of great questions that I have to research today and tomorrow to give you the proper answers. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.